The EPL Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support us here at the Sports Gambling Podcast for bringing you these shows for free. All you have to do to support us is log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. <laughs> You're listening to the Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. Coming to this one full of confidence in relation to soccer. We had a very, very, very good weekend. The EPL is not yet complete, but I'm sitting at eight and one on my picks. Don't believe me? Go and check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com and see what I put down as my scoreline predictions. I nailed three scorelines at seven to one, 14 to one, and 16 to one, and eight results out of nine with Arsenal. And Manchester United still to play today. I landed both my locks. I landed my locks on the European show. In fact, I nailed eight out of nine soccer bets this weekend, including another three a free play that was put out for you guys with the Napoli and Leicester double yesterday for one unit, a one unit free play, which is rare. But we nailed that as well. It was just an incredible weekend for soccer. Uh, the complete bounce back that we needed. And that is a key word because we took a lot of teams in bounce back spots. Chelsea, Tottenham, Wolves. We were on all of them. In addition to that, we took teams like Napoli, who suffered a midweek defeat and parlayed them together with Leicester, who are just far superior to Newcastle. And it showed with the 5-0 scoreline. Just everything that we touched at the weekend turned out and turned into gold. And um, we hope to carry that into the Champions League because we need something here. Because enthusiasm for the Champions League has been dampened. We took a big hit on week one. Full transparency, it wasn't good. We were looking forward to it. We were coming in, loving the Champions League music, loving that anthem, loving that opera theme. Oh, the champions! And then all of a sudden, boom. We don't love it so much now because we've been raped for units and we were raped for units we were killed on week one of the champions league i'm not going to come here and tell you a fairy tale that isn't true that's not what i do i don't need to i've been winning on this podcast for five years don't need to come here and say oh yeah we were unlucky and uh, we got some bad breaks no we, it was some terrible picks by me um didn't see week one very well at all and um I am looking for a big bounce back here in week two. What I will say is that if we don't have a big bounce back here in week two, inevitably it is coming because what happens in the Champions League is the cream does rise to the top. These big sides do always find a way 
to make it through to the last 16. And what will inevitably end up happening is the results will straighten up and um, we will be catching those results. So whether it be week two, three, or even four, we are going to have a massive week here in the Champions League. But let's hope it comes sooner rather than later because already um, there are teams that cannot afford to drop any more points. We have Atalanta against Shakhtar Donetsk coming off a 4-0 loss. We have Liverpool at home to Salzburg coming off a 2-0 loss at Napoli. Uh, we have Chelsea against Lille. They lost a home game against Valencia. Already three teams there that cannot afford to drop points. They probably need to win. In addition to that, we have um, games like uh, Juve versus Bayern Leverkusen, where Juve are in a situation where they face the only other team that can compete with themselves and um, Atletico in order to break up that top two. If they win this game, they're pretty much through to the next round, as far as I'm concerned. A key game where Juve need to put all their focus into winning this game against Leverkusen. Um, the likes of Real Madrid and PSG are in situations where they would like to pull away early. Manchester City would like to pull away early. Tottenham and Bayern are in, in somewhat of a group decider here already in week two. Um, Inter Milan cannot afford another loss here against Barcelona, but they're so poor in the Champions League, I think that they could they could get beaten again and, um, and that will see them go out. I mean, it's not a surprise they get beaten there against Barcelona, but Barcelona without Lionel Messi. The whole reason behind taking them to win the La Liga and the Champions League is the fact that the improvements that they made to, them, made to their squad sent around winning this competition, sent around scoring such a high amount of away goals that losing the away legs in the knockout stages won't matter because the away goals will see them through. If Messi isn't here or if something's seriously wrong with him, that isn't going to be a factor. This team won't win the Champions League without him. They won't win without a key player like Lionel Messi. So many situations here to explore and a lot of opportunity already presenting itself here at week two. So let's have a look at what we want to put out here for our picks. Atlanta is the first game I want to look at. They're at home to Shakhtar Donetsk, where they're the 4-5 favourites, 31-10 and 7-2 to draw. These are the teams I had favoured to finish second and third in this group, but... Um a spanner in the works has been thrown because Dynamo Zagreb started with a 4-0 win over Atlanta and they are now in a favourable position to take second place. It will be really important to see what happens in their next three games because the Manchester City game is pretty much a free hit. But then they face Shakhtar Donetsk, which is going to be key to see what happens there with Shakhtar. And uh, of course, Manchester City is, is the team that they'll play in week six. And by that time, you would think Manchester City would have probably won four or five games and won't be bothering to put out a team. So a real opportunity there for, for Dynamo Zagreb. Therefore, this is a must-win situation for Atalanta, as it will be a much a must-win situation when these teams meet in week six, probably for for both teams. Um, the, the, they're not going to get a free ride here. They're going to have to go at it now all the way to the end. And uh, Atalanta are going to need to pick up points at home against the other teams. I think that they'll win this game here. Um, they are regulars in the top six in Italy, which means they have to be better than a team like Shakhtar. They have to forget about what happened in week one. That surely was down to Champions League jitters. And I think they'll get the win here in the 5.55 kickoff tomorrow. Up next, I'm going to look at a, an odd game for me to look at, which is Red Star Belgrade versus Olympiakos, which probably doesn't have 
uh, too much bearing uh, to anything in terms of the the long-term picture here in the Champions League. But I'm going to cover it because... um, Red Star Belgrade are a massive 5 to 2 here to spring an upset. It's 29 to 12 the draw and it's 22 to 15 on Olympiakos. Now if Red Star do pull off the upset here, then all of a sudden they become contenders here for the Europa League. Not for the top two, because I think the top two will unanimously be Tottenham and Bayern. As bad as that Tottenham result was after relinquishing a 2-0 lead against Olympiakos, I do think inevitably they will end up going through. Um, they won't lose the home game against Olympiakos. So the draw does put them in a strong position, even though we were on the win and it was a huge disappointment for us. One thing I'll say about that Tottenham result while I, while I got the opportunity if you bet on three six bet three six five you would have had Tottenham as a winning bet likewise if you had uh, bet three six five for other games where we've taken a team to win and they've ended up drawing two two give you an example there was a lock on the EPL show a few weeks ago Chelsea against Sheffield United Uh, it was a losing lock but it was a winning bet for most of my clients because they bet with bet three six five and reason why is because bet three six five had automatic payout at a two nil lead so Whereas the Tottenham bet will go down as a loser on our official P&L. It was not a losing bet for most of the people that bet with me at lockbetting.com. So just bear that in mind. It's a really, really good offer. And uh, I would recommend taking Bet365 up on that. If you're betting single bets, take the uh, the 2-0 automatic payout because it has been relevant quite a few times this season. Um, getting back to this game... I like Red Star here to pull the upset. They beat Liverpool on their turf last season. It's a really, really difficult place to go. And I don't think Olympiacos are a big enough team to be this kind of favourite on another team's patch here in the Champions League. So I'm going for Red Star here to pull up the upset. And... Um, as highly likely to be the the underdog pick on this show, so no secrets there already. I, I'm 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 full out previewing an underdog game because I love the price. So um, there's a very good chance it's going to show up again as the underdog later on in the show. Up next, we look at Galatasaray versus PSG, where PSG are the one to three favourites to win this game without Mbappe and Cavani. And whereas before they were pulling out a few results, uh, last weekend they got beaten at home, last week, sorry, midweek, they got beaten at home to Rene. At the weekend, they scrapped through to a 1-0 win against Bordeaux with Neymar getting the goal. Neymar's been a key player who scored in a few 1-0 wins for this team. And uh, he could do so again, but there's a couple of bets here I like. Not making anything here official in this one, but as they have won those two away games nil-nil, I do like the under here, which is a massive, massive price. You can get under three and a half goals here at four to six minus 150. And you can get under two and a half goals here at two to one. I don't understand what the thinking is behind that, but under three and a half, that at four to six, that just stands out like a sore thumb for me. I don't understand how this game is getting to to four goals. I see a tight negative game here that both teams are going to try and nick. So getting under three and a half goals at four to six is quite amazing. Uh, in addition to that, Galatasaray here at four uh, at fourteen to five to avoid a defeat. Um, also appeals to me as well. Again, not understanding quite how they've come up with that. Uh, This is a PSG team that are missing two key players and going to a very, very difficult ground. So 
again, two underdog prices there. The underdog price on the under two and a half and uh, the underdog price here on Galatasaray to avoid a defeat on the double chance. Both significantly stick out, but um, the safest pick has to be under three and a half goals here at four to six. Moving on to Juve against Bayer Leverkusen. I already spoke about this game at the top. Now, Juve got a very good point at Atletico, but again, Bayer Leverkusen are going to be the rivals here in this group. In saying that, Bayern Leverkusen had a very, very poor result in their opener. So they will be looking for a bounce back here. They ended up losing at home to Lokomotiv Moscow. So they could be out of the competition here with two with two defeats more or less because I don't think Atletico and Juve are going to drop too many points. But in order to do that, in order to create that buffer and give themselves a foot into the next round, Juve must win this game. I think the price of four to seven is generous and I'm going to be taking Juve here to win this game. The other match in this group sees Lokomotiv Moscow versus Atletico Madrid where... Locomotive Moscow are 23 to 4 to win this game. It's 11 to 4 the draw and it's 13 to 9 on Atletico. I see a very 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 tight game in this one. Um I think we'll see two teams here that don't want to lose this game. I think Atletico, if they come out of here with another nil-nil draw, I don't think it's a terrible result for them even though they come into this game as um, strong favourites here at um, 13 to 19 best price um, more common price available is 4 to 6 minus 150 I don't think it's a terrible result for them here to, to come away with a draw they won't want to lose this game because Lokomotiv Moscow are already on 6 points and that will be in their minds because they don't want to give Lokomotiv Moscow any opportunity to get through to the next round but uh, the best bet here uh, for a tight game for Atletico Madrid and all of their away games are tight is the under again and the under two and a half goals in this one is available at seven to ten and um, I definitely think that that is a strong play in this game. I think we probably get to the half with no goals and it will only be at the 60-minute mark where these two teams make a real effort to go for it. And uh, I think that may be the time where Atletico Madrid show their better quality and nick this game. Moving on to the Man City game, we talked about them earlier. They're facing Dynamo Zagreb. They are 1-12 to to win this game. It's 14-1 to to draw and 40-1 on Dynamo Zagreb. Um, this one's all about the handicaps and it just depends how much risk you want to take. Uh, minus two Asian handicap is 1-2. to That means if you win it, by two goals. If they win by two goals only, you get a push. Uh, the minus two and a half... Is available at four to six. For that to win, they have to win by three goals. I think you're okay going for the minus two and a half, but to be safe, um, you can take the, the minus two Asian handicap at one to two. The highlight of this Champions League match day two weeks is Tottenham against Bayern Munich, where it's 40 to 17 on Tottenham to win, three to one on the draw, and 22 to 19 on Bayern. Now, Bayern were unbeaten away in the Champions League last season, but that was only two wins and two draws. Um, I saw them at the weekend um, against the bottom team in, in Germany, Paderborn, and they did not look good. They ended up winning 3-2, but to be leaking goals to this Paderborn team who sit 
bottom of the table with only one point from their first six games will be disappointing to this Bayern team who just couldn't see them off. They were 2-0 up and then conceded a sloppy goal. They then got the third and then again conceded a sloppy goal. I don't think this Bayern team can contain Tottenham and despite the fact Tottenham are in turmoil, maybe this is the game that they need. Previously, they have taken a lot of scalps on in their home ground. They've beaten the likes of Real Madrid and Manchester City at home and I think they could beat Bayern here. I certainly like Tottenham on the double chance at four to five minus one two five and um that could end up being an official play here. There's lots here that I like. So make sure that you sign up at lockbetting.com because there's going to be a second lock for Tuesday and a second lock for Wednesday. So I'm going to give you an overall lock here on this show. Then I'm going to do a Tuesday preview on lockbetting.com. And um, that'll be difficult to do because I've covered a lot of Tuesday games here because Tuesday is the day that I really like the games. That's why you're hearing a lot of Tuesday stuff. But over on the show, there'll be another lock here for Tuesday and another lock on for Wednesday on the Wednesday show. So I'll reiterate that again. There'll be three podcasts. This is a podcast where I look at the overall Champions League match day two and pick out a selection of games and I close out with a lock dog parlay and the lock is an official play. Then I'll do a podcast on for the Tuesday games, which will be available on Monday, so today. And then I'll make an official lock based on the Tuesday games it will be an additional lock and then there'll be a podcast out on Wednesday and I'll make a lock from the Wednesday games as well then on Thursday I'll do a Europa League show and I will pick out in a Europa League lock as well and last time the Europa League lock won so there was some decent activity in Europe so loads and loads of stuff to come in addition to that one lock for the Tuesday game certainly isn't going to cover it. There's going to be loads of official plays here for lockbetting.com clients because there was stuff I liked in the Galatasaray PSG game. Um, there was stuff I liked in the Red Star Olympiacos game, Locomotive Moscow Atletico, um, Man City game, this Tottenham as an underdog. There's loads of stuff that I've sort of has sort of taken my eye. And um, once I do sit down and go through this and um, and do some more extensive research in terms of what I actually want to make official, the lockbetting.com clients will be the first to know about it if you are on that $60 package. So I encourage you to sign up because I honestly think we're going to be on a big, big bounce back this week in the Champions League and just this month in general because September has been tough. It was a month where we got off to a really big, big start. Um, We were 10 or 11 units up immediately and just proceeded to just give them back. We won again give it back. One again, give it back. We even did it this weekend. I mean, we had an un- incredible soccer weekend and then uh, yesterday in the NFL, we gave it back. But then again, with all those road winners this weekend and I'm reading about how much the books um, the books cleaned up this weekend, it's not really that surprising. I'm not going to beat myself up over the NFL this weekend because I didn't really see a single handicapper that, that did well in it. So that's not too much of a big problem. It's The problem is, is that when you... Uh, prioritize soccer and um, you give back soccer units it's more frustrating for me to, to win in soccer and then to and then to give it back and, and last time's Champions League last last time out Champions League match they won was very demoralizing for me I was very disappointed with myself um, full transparency there moving on to the games on Wednesday and there's a lot less here that I'm going to go through so the Wednesday show at lockbetting.com um, we'll go into these games more in depth, but I'm simply going to cover the teams in the must win situations. And there are three of them. 
Um, oh, sorry, there are two of them. And um, Inter Milan are a team I think will fail in this spot. So it's Barcelona versus Inter, first of all. Barcelona available four to six, 39 to 11 to draw, 19 to four on Inter. Maybe it's an exaggeration to say this is a must-win situation for Inter. Maybe this is just a must-not-lose situation for Inter. Maybe the key win, key must-win games for them come next up against Dortmund, where they played them twice. But this is a team that seemed jinxed in the Champions League, and they have a manager in Antonio Conte that hasn't done nothing in the Champions League either. Now, it's difficult to criticise them. They were the lock this weekend on the European show. They are six wins out of six and sitting top of Serie A, and this looks like a great managerial appointment, and Lukaku looks like a great signing, and Sanchez looks like a great signing, and all looks good and well at Inter. But last time they played in the Champions League, they played terribly, they messed up our lock, and they drop points at home to Slavia Prague, who should be the whipping boys in this group. They play Borussia Dortmund this week at home, and Dortmund are the even money favourites. But uh, I just don't see Inter Milan winning at this at Barcelona. Barcelona's home form is what's kept them in the top six in La Liga because away from home they've been poor they picked up their first win away from this season at Hatafe and maybe that now shows they are really adjusting to life without Lionel Messi because we don't know what the situation is with him another injury an abductor injury we're being told but um Something seems very, very, very fishy with him. He didn't come back for ages. They kept putting it off. They kept putting it off. They kept putting it off. And then they bring him back and he plays 45 minutes and gets taken off against Villarreal. That isn't good. And um, he's probably not going to play in this game either. But despite that, I do think that they will have enough to get past Inter. And then Inter really, really will be in a must-win situation, which is ironic. Very ironic because last year they looked through in the Champions League. Tottenham lost their first few games. They looked dead and buried. And then Tottenham ended up taking over Inter. So maybe this time it can be Inter that end up getting past Dortmund. And I'm not writing Slavia Prague off completely. I just think that being in the group of death, it's going to be very, very difficult for them. And I haven't seen enough from them just because they went and got a point at Inter Milan who are notorious for doing that. They're notorious for being big letdowns at home in Europe. And um, I should have known better to take them, especially as a lock here. And um, I'm very, very keen to compensate for that this week with my lock uh, which we'll get into in a couple of games time because we've got a couple of other English teams to look at um, Lille against Chelsea uh, Chelsea have put themselves in a tough predicament uh, they go up against a team who a lot of people consider as the fourth favourites to qualify here it does seem like it should be between Ajax Valencia and Chelsea but in order to get back up there with the other two Chelsea must win this game at Lille Lille are doing okay again in the French League they're up there in the top six and uh, it's going to be a tough tough spot for Chelsea but their away form this season has been better than their home form I think if you can win at Wolves you can win at Lille and I like Chelsea here at the number six to five to win this game it's 14 to 5 on Lille and 29 to 11 the draw but I like Chelsea to get the away win here Liverpool against Salzburg now Liverpool just outside of the realm of what we can pick here they are available at the best price of 4 to 11 to win this game it's not close to being outside of the realm it's considerably outside the realm I would say but um 
I do think that they'll get themselves back on track here. They're very, very good at Anfield. Um, the three home wins will, will be enough to see Liverpool through here in this group. And um, I think that's what they'll be reliant on. I think they will reverse the result against Napoli. They'll win this game against Salzburg and they should massacre Genk, who are quite considerably the worst team in this group. On this match day, they end up facing um, Napoli at home. And uh, I think the big two both come through with wins there. Um, I'm not going to f- go and fish for a pick under under minus 200 for Liverpool, but I will mention Liverpool here, mainly because they will be a pick for our parlay. So Liverpool for a parlay pick at um, roundabout odds of uh, 4 to 11, but more readily available at uh, minus 300, 1 to 3. Closing out with my lock dog parlay here on the show. Lots of stuff I like for a lock. Um, I love the stuff on Tuesday especially. So um, you get a lock here from Tuesday now. Uh, you'll get a Tuesday lock on the Tuesday Champions League show. And there'll be other official plays going up on the lockbetting.com website. Also, there'll be a podcast for Wednesday. I'll be picking out a Wednesday lock and, of course, to Europa League as well. So the first lock here... I'm going to stick with what I did last time, but I'm going to go for the more reliable Italian team. I'm going to go for Juventus as the lock. Just a lot of incentive here for Juventus to just win, make it more comfortable for themselves, sort of see off their only real rival here in terms of qualification. I think Atletico and Juve are going to go at it for top spot and that's probably going to be decided in week five when Atletico come to Juve. But in the meantime, they want to end the possibility of them not qualifying. Getting that qualification secure is key. And despite the fact that there was an upset result last time out with Bayern Leverkusen being beaten at home to Lokomotiv Moscow, I don't think Lokomotiv Moscow are serious contenders here. I think it would be very beneficial to us at lockbetting.com if... um, Atletico just beat Lokomotiv Moscow this week and um, see off that threat because we don't want Lokomotiv Moscow being on four or especially not six points and really believing that they can go through because we have a big Champions League parlay which does involve certain teams qualifying for the last 16 stage and Juve and Atletico are two of them. So I have a vested interest in that, but... um, As I said, I still think Leverkusen present more of a threat. Uh, Atletico and Juve will want to get all of their business done early and just move forward to that decider in week five. And in order to do that, they must win their remaining home games. So Atletico must beat Lokomotiv Moscow at home. They must beat Leverkusen at home. And Juve must do the same. This is part one for Juve. And uh, they'll take a big big step into the next round by winning this game and they are placed at under minus 200 you can get them at four to seven you can get them at eight to 13 in a couple of places but i didn't quote that they're more readily available at four to seven or eight to 15 but everywhere has them under one to two minus 200 and i like that because i have a far superior team and at the end of the day they're in the conversation to to win this tournament they are actually my pick to go on and do that and um themselves, Barcelona and PSG, their main focus will be here because their domestic leagues 
usually take care of themselves. Of course, this season with six wins out of six, there may be some competition on that front as well. But I still think the priority will be this competition. Um, I just don't know whether Mauricio Sarri is the man to do that for Juventus. But I think all the other on-pitch factors lead me to take in Juve as a pick because at both ends of the field they seem very much well adjusted to to win this competition and of course they have those creative midfielders that some teams are lacking around Europe especially as a Man United fan I know how that feels whereas uh, Juve have a plethora of them solid defence and Cristiano Ronaldo up front uh, for me they're very very overpriced at around 10 to 1 to win this competition so uh, they are the lock here on this show the dog Lots to choose from, uh, especially in that Galatasaray-PSG game. There will certainly be some picks put out um, centering around that game. But um, the pick I like the most um, for the underdog and to, to really keep things nice and simple for you so you're not searching for over and unders and double chances and things of that nature is Red Star Belgrade simply to beat Olympiacos. They have the pedigree to do so. Um they, they're a relatively decent home record last season, were very difficult to beat. Of course, had that win over Liverpool. They managed to get themselves into the Champions League group stage again on the basis of their home form. So uh, I like them here to beat this Olympiacos team. If you want to be a little bit safer with this one, you can take them at the double chance. You're still, uh, sorry, on the draw no bet market. So if it's a draw, it's just not a bet. And, um, there's still massive value in that because you can get them at six to five in order to do that. Still an underdog price. But uh, I'm going to stick my neck out here and go for the outright win because um, I don't think Olympiacos should be this kind of favourites against anybody in this competition. They don't have the pedigree to be uh, a 22 to 15 favourite away from uh, Red Star Belgrade, a team that beaten Liverpool on their turf last season. Closing out with the parlay on the show, I've kept it really simple. Two teams that you'll be familiar with if you listen to the EPL show. It's the top two from England. It involves Manchester City and Liverpool. I've taken Manchester City down to minus two on the Asian handicap. As I said, if you want to be braver, take them down to minus 2.5. That returns at four to six, but I would probably take that as a single bet. This is my parlay selection. So it's minus two at one to two and then Liverpool at one to three minus 300 put those two selections together and you end up getting an even money parlay I'm relatively certain about that one in fact I would lock that one up I'm willing to make that an official play here on the Champions League show going to give you a compensation pick for how bad we were on week one. I'm, I'm still bitterly disappointed with that. I was disappointed with our Champions League performance in general last year and um, really didn't want to that carry that into this year. And last season, we ended up finishing in profit with 15 and 12. And... Um, and yeah, it was just hoping just for, for much, much better on the Champions League front. And hopefully it begins here with week two by landing that Juve lock, landing the parlay here and landing all of the uh, other locks that we give out on the show and the official picks on lockbetting.com. To be honest, the official picks weren't um, overwhelmingly bad. Uh, the picks that we gave out to members, they were actually okay. It was the locks on the podcasts that were bad. The, the, the games that I was relatively 
certain about. My my best bets were the ones that let me down. Other things that I looked at in terms of, uh, we think we had Manchester City to cover a handicap. Uh, we had Bayern Munich to cover a handicap. We had uh, Borussia Dortmund to avoid the defeat on the double chance at home to Barcelona. These were all uh, official picks that were given out to members and they all ended up coming in. Um, the stuff that I, I really like, like under in the Atletico Juve game and uh, and Real Madrid to avoid a defeat against the Paris Saint-Germain team that were missing a ton of players and Inter to win at home to Slavia Prague, all of this stuff let me down. The, the stuff that I would have um, personally had big wages on, wages on let me down. And uh, I did take a significant hit on my bankroll uh, in week one, which you're, you guys will be happy to know because when you lose... I lose as well. I probably lose more than you. I give you guys unit stakes that are affordable to normal people. I'm not here to give out seven unit picks and eight unit picks just haphazardly. I see them all over Twitter. Uh, I sign up to service other services just to monitor what they're doing. And uh, they don't give a fuck about you. They're, the stakes are not realistic. They can come on and say, oh, we've made this much and we're up this many units. And yeah, that's because when you lose a four unit pick, you chase it with a with a five unit pick. To some people, four units means $400. And then once you lose $400, you don't have $500 to chase chase the losses but these guys they don't give a fuck about you they're not for normal people i am most of my picks are half unit or one unit if i'm really certain about something i'll go for 1.5 units and if i really really love it i'll go for two units my two unit record is amazing uh, if you have a look at the PL chart that I post up on lockbetting.com which is free to look at you don't have to be a member or sign up to anything to have a look at the monthly PL. i don't lose two unit picks uh, I did lose one this week on the Green Bay Packers, which was horrendous because I don't understand how the fucking team didn't end up running the ball on the one-yard line six times in the game. They had it um, earlier on in the fourth quarter and they did it again towards the, the end of the fourth quarter. I don't understand how you're not running plays, but that's a topic for the NFL show. Uh, my NFL, I do on a show called The Man Show. Search The Man Show podcast. That's where you hear my NFL stuff. That's where I cover the NFL. I have a lot to say about what happened at week four. And of course, I'll also be previewing the games on week five. So check that out. Also check out my Champions League stuff. You all already know where it is it's a lockbetting.com i have plugged it throughout this show that's it for me good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening